folks. This is the Debating Dads podcast. This is episode two, Dating is a Dad. I'm your man, Natter. So, man, Josh. Hey. So, man, Quincy. What's up? If you didn't, if you didn't uh, remember, we are the Brolit Factory, also Bro-lit. known as G-Unit. Oh, my God. Oh, nope. man, come on. <laughs> don't, don't do that. How do you go from B to G? Okay, so 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 we're we're not G if you, unit. If you said B unit, that would make sense. Like, come on, bro. There you go. So we're the, we're the no, B-unit. we're not. No, we're not. We're not. We're not the B unit. We're not. So <laughs> today's podcast. Cut that out. T- t- see, he's gonna <laughs> everything, gets, everything gets edited in post. Uh, uh, so today's episode um, looks at uh, maybe a lighter slice of life. And we are dads, yes, but we are also men looking out there for the one. Um, and so what does life look like when you're, fr- when you're trying to find love with kids in tow? Um, we aren't sort of chicks in a rom-com or white dudes from all those like Hallmark movies you see every Christmas where like some good looking guy with awesome hair comes to town to rescue the mom who works at a radio station who's given up on love doesn't work like that in toronto for sure where we're from um so like let's get into it um quincy what are some of your most interesting experiences while dating as a dad the one that really uh, stood out was um a few years back um I uh, I ended up dating this 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 girl, you know, very pretty girl, uh, great personality, you know, uh, very what? great personality. What does that mean? Like, yeah, you know, just very uh, attractive, minded, fun, you know, just, just very very uh, just a cool person, cool human being, man. Like, you know. Just, great to bring around the guys and everything like she was she was really cool but uh, I, ne- I never i never met her well she was asian now i had to go away from <laughs> that's you. probably why that, that's probably why <laughs> <laughs> it's not a fetish it's a lifestyle that's right uh, tell him again i had to keep her away from you man you since know? kindergarten bro since kindergarten it's been in, inside i don't know what it is i just love the asian women it's a thing <laughs> anyway <laughs> Anyway, so uh, everything was good. You know, she accepted the fact uh, that I had two kids with different women and um, she was okay with it. You know, she wasn't the jealous type. Um, No, we we just really had a good, you know, a good friendship slash pending relationship. Right? But, uh... <laughs> pending <laughs> what is this like when you're printing Quincy and it gets stuck in the queue it's like print job pending well see <laughs> this, the commitment is pending please hold <laughs> <laughs> it's like that circle window just, about to refresh just, just just hold my cock just just hold it it's pending don't worry the, the, the commitment's coming <laughs> it's loading you know <laughs> literally literally but yeah so so reason why i say i I say pending um because when you get to know each other you kind of you know 
certain things pop up and sometimes you're like um do i really want to be around this do i really want to you know get involved so yeah um with this situation now uh this was uh some real movie style gangster shit that was happening man and like like what kind of gangster like casino or like boys in the hood gangster I forgot the name is of that, the Is that like Romeo Must Die? Hey, Romeo Must Die? <laughs> With Jet Li and Aaliyah? No, no, no. That just sounds like to me. That was pretty good. Oh, this this is an older movie. Okay. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. See if That's I can find the title for it. It's but... not Romeo Must Die, but still, no, that was no, amazing. No. People ended up dying in that movie. So. <laughs> I hope they didn't die in this movie, this story. Nah, I had to cut that. I had to cut that story short, man. It's uh, you know, you have kids, so you you have to kind of think about other things other than yourself, right? There are situations of when someone is involved in, uh, well, not directly involved, but people around her involved in shady stuff. You kind of have to uh, exit the situation right and mm. find something that's more family friendly so that's what eventually ended up happening and uh you know what it it was a bummer but what can you do you know safety first you gotta look out for your kids first you know you don't want to end up chilling together and the next thing you know people roll up and you're gone mm-hmm. <laughs> you're you know? kidnapped real quick like the ransom where the hell is quincy <laughs> We haven't seen him for days, and then I show up in a barrel or something. You know, with, with, uh, you know yeah, no. and not like not like the good kind, like where Donkey Kong's throwing you, like the mafia kind. Oh, yeah, yeah the mafia get, kind of with the acid. You know, you're yeah. gonna have to call so, fucking fucking Liam Nielsen, bro. This, oh, uh, special <laughs> with his special. Uh, By the way, special, Liam Nielsen is the worst father talents. in the world. That guy should not have family or children. Bro, getting that guy is the greatest me. father in the world. Yeah, they got affected. He got him back. That's all that matters. Well. <laughs> Well, it would be you guys coming for me, so mm. you know that's the thing. You know that that's uh, that's how, that's what I would expect. You know, I think the worst buddy film in the world. <laughs> Josh and I do. It'd be like, I don't know where to st- where to start, guys. Yeah, I don't know where to start. Like, like where's his phone? <laughs> his, he has his phone. So, like, so Quincy, did that sort of um, experience? Did that did that scar you a bit, or did that like give you a lesson that like it's like it's the kids before me? Like as much as I may like someone. It's the kids have got to come first. I would take it more as a lesson. Um, that's not the only um, weird situation that I've been in. I mean, you know, but it just makes you realize that you can't just think of yourself. You know, I mean, if I didn't have any kids, uh, you know, it, it may have been a different, uh, different situation for me. And I would have made a different decision, you know, because, you know, you can be stupid sometimes and just be like, run into the fire, like kind of thing. But, that's, uh, why, that's why I like to keep uh, the women and the children separate for like a long time, because yeah, yeah, you know. But I mean, when you get into it, when you get into involved with someone, your intentions would actually be to move forward with them, right? So eventually, you would have to know your kids and and, and get uh, get comfortable, and uh, so you can actually see whether or not they're really a good fit for you. Well, I, I, think, I, I, I haven't. I haven't been there yet. So, well, I think Josh yeah. brings up an interesting point, and, and just when you first meet someone, is it like what variable are you putting first? Some people want to click with them first, and then let's see if the kids fit. Some people want to, you know, say, "Will you fit in my life?" Mm-hmm. Like Josh. So, so what are your, you know, you'd mentioned that you keep 
uh, let's say a woman and the kids separate at the beginning. Most definitely. Um, g- give me an interesting story from one of your um, escapades. I don't know. Like, you know, like internet dating to meet this person, this woman, and she's like, yeah, she's cool. You gotta meet up. So we meet up at the bar and like, I don't really drink. So I'm just, and plus I drove. I can't be, you know, irresponsible. So we're there at the bar and we're just hanging out. And then like, she starts getting loose, you know, like she just starts drinking and drinking. I don't know if she was nervous or what, or maybe she's just an alcoholic. Who knows? And we're at the bar and there's just like a bunch of dudes in this like weird bar off Young Street. And she just like starts trying to kiss me. And I'm just like, yo, like, (laughs) calm down, you know, like, (laughs) right. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'm like, yo, let's just move this to the booth. Like, cause you know, I'm shy. I don't want to be like, yeah, there's some chick at the bar. Me. Come on. So anyways, so we take it to the, take it to the booth. We're at the booth, you know, now we're like messing around. So, I'm just like, um, I got to go, whatever. Let me go back to the car. I think I was a driver home. And then we're in the parking line. And then she just starts to like, you know, like, you know, like. So anyways. And if anyone's, I, seen, the, if anyone's seen the movie Thinner, do you remember that scene? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't run any over anybody because I was okay, parking. Thank, I was thank parking God. Parking thank line. God. So either way, that was OK. She seemed like, a, you know, maybe she's just nervous. So we went on another date. And this date was like, hey, come over to my house and let's hang out. Wait, wait, hold on. You said she seemed nervous? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she was nervous. That's why she was drinking. I was so nervous? Much. Oh. Well, she was loose by the end of the night. Oh, okay. Right? So either way. So the next date now, date number two or three, or I can't remember. So we're at her place and we're there. And like, she's just it's like kind of like pounces on me like, a, like an animal. And I was just like, oh, this is nice. I'm not used to like women just like attacking me. So it's like a new experience. But then she started like growling. And I'm just like, it's kind of weird. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then she like took off my shirt and like, cause like, I don't like shave cause like I'm a man. And she's just like, oh my God, you're so, you had hair. It's hairy. It's like, like a big bear. And I'm just like, okay. And she's just like, growl for me. And I was like, yeah, no thanks. <laughs> And she started lick, she started licking like my chest and like like my armpits. Did she put? Yo, there was no, there was no. I don't think she had a gag reflex, which was also. I mean, a hair getting caught in her throat. No, 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 I don't think so, bro. I don't think, bro. If 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 something else isn't gonna gag her, bro, a little fucking hair is not gonna gag, bro. I'm just saying. The hairballs. So she starts. So she. She starts like licking on me, licking on my armpits, calling me a, a big bear. And then she tries to kiss me. And like all I'm tasting is my fucking deodorant in my mouth. And I'm just like, you know what? The old spice up in your tongue? No, no, not old spice, bro. Dove. Your tongue gets dove. The old spice is It was weird, bro. It was fucking weird. And I was just like, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. Like, <laughs> so what? You you didn't have a deodorant fetish? No, I like deodorant under my armpits, not in my mouth. Just, just like you like you don't want semen like in your mouth, you know? I think it's called snowballing. 
Um, uh, uh, of course, you would know this. I mean, people know this stuff. Uh, I mean, I didn't know that. Read, read a book. Read Clearly, a book. it's now a thing. Read a book. Read a book. But yeah, that was probably the last time I talked to that lady or woman. She was she was a nice lady, but you know. Is that somebody you ghost? Is that somebody you block? Or is that someone like disqualified already because of that one experience? That is probably just like a ghoster. Yeah. I'd have just, to ghost. Did that person have children or no? No, no, no. No, no, no. That's an interesting experience. I mean, that's a women with children is a totally different experience. I mean, it's it's a great segue. Uh, Yeah, is that for me? But hold on, what about what about what about what about what about your experience? (laughs) So I mean, for me, it's not even just one person; it's an entire segment. Divorced brown Muslim (laughs) kids from Mississauga. Yo, I, you know what? Sorry to cut you, but I did date a brown Muslim divorce. Well, was she? Di- she wasn't divorced. She was just like swinging. Like she's like, my husband knows I'm here. I'm yeah. just like, so, weird. so, so, so. There's all types. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's Islam, the religion, which I'm part of, and then there's, of course, how Muslims practice, and then there's a whole segment that's emerged. You know, let's say in the Greater Toronto area, probably the Western world of um, Muslim women who have had husbands kind of like, you know, leave or flee the country or whatever, go on any Muslim dating app, uh, like Muzmatch or the Muslim. Yeah. Like, and so what happens is in terms of like, you know, my experience are experience, experience, experience. So my experience is, is that, we come from a culture and religious background and I'm not going to sort of throw my religion under the bus, but it does limit our experience because we usually get married without dating, without having sex, without all of that stuff. Super weird. Or or if we do, or if we do, which can be weird to people, or if we do, it's always like this Muslim dating. It's always like under the table. It's never accepted by family. So you go through these marriages for years and years and years. And then when you get divorced, like me, Muslim man, divorced with three kids, uh, and then you encounter Muslim women who the stigma is much higher. And many of them are incredibly accomplished, incredibly educated. They have really high-powered careers. They've rebuilt their life. Many of them are both mom and dad um, to the kids, or even if the father's around, they're very uh, capable. But they're also very, very particular. As one quoted and told me, we don't want any surprises. We know exactly what we're looking for. So you say the wrong thing in a chat, gone. Two months, three months, four months, gone. But 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 do you know what a surprise? Do you know what is a surprise? Life. So what happens is they have such a particular notion of what they want in someone that they can like you. They can have great conversations. You can go on great dates, right? But what will happen is. If something reminds you of their ex or like a, a past experience, not even just with their ex-husband, but like a man they've dated since they've got divorced, boom, cut, fire. Like you are the weakest link. Goodbye. Remember that? But show? that's that's not only with Muslim women, bro. No, that's just it, with it, like it, it, damaged, percent damaged women. What 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 comes out of it though is you bring the religious context into it. Mm. Is that like there is still. Whatever we say, even if people are on the liberal strain of Islam, there's always this 
feeding back into the system towards marriage. So we're all trying to figure it out. Right. And like a lot of people are like, yeah, like even if they're going to date you, there's lots of Muslim women who've had boyfriends and whatnot and Muslim men. But then eventually people will funnel back into where is this going? And I will say this from the Muslim community perspective, it will happen much faster where it's not socially acceptable in most cases to date someone for one, two or three years, live together, have sex, whatever. Like this is we're talking about like one, two, three months. Right. Even even at later stages of your life. You say, so, you say one to three months you're getting married? I, what I mean is at least that's where it's going. Even at this. So what happens is that's, for divorce. That's ridiculous. Age, you, for divorce you can't age, know someone in a month. You can barely right. know someone in a year. So, bro. Yeah, so, it, go, so, it goes quick for them. Man. Yeah. So, for, yeah, so, so clearly. But, so for divorcees, um, it's like they want to take the time to know someone. But then at the same time, they also want to be very careful and guarded with their heart. So they're like, okay, I'll take time to get to know you. Um, and I'm coming on these app and we're all talking for the purpose of marriage or halal dating or whatever. And then everyone's got their own skeletons in their closet. Like why, everyone... why, can't, why can't people just talk to, to talk? No, people do talk to talk. But I'm saying when you bring a framework under it, an umbrella, mm. then, then it's always that discourse is always there. So one of the interesting things I've heard always is it's on repeat. Hey, you sound like a really nice guy. You talk <laughs> really well. But, you know, um, I just don't think we're that compatible. Mm. And it, it, it's, it's so amazing because it's the not big just, C word. It's the, yeah, it's, it's the C word. And you're just like, man, uh, it's so interesting because as a person, you're like, what is, you know, there are periods where you go through like, what is wrong with me? But, but then you also sometimes have to recognize that it's, it's not, not to say that you. there's anything wrong with you. It's just that people have a very particular definition of their mind. Everyone's entitled to their preference and their choice. But, but the, it's a pattern. It's like what happens is it's like they haven't even given you the chance, but they, they're uh, already coming, jumping to a conclusion. Right? And that, you know what a lot of them say? They say? It's so interesting. They're like, I don't want to waste your or my time. But if you don't spend time, how are you going to know? How are you going to grow? But do you think mm-hmm. this is just superficial, mostly? I, I think it's, look, everybody is afraid of getting hurt, right? Yeah. That, then that's why. Then just and, gold stained in the closet. And then, and then the older you get... <clears throat> And this isn't just the Muslim thing, but I'm specifically speaking from the Muslim context. The more picky you get, that's right? true. Right? That's the true. more picky you get, and it's a weird paradox because everybody's going to have some kind of baggage at this stage of their life. Yep. And if you, and if you aren't willing to work through some of those things, especially as a divorced person with children, we all got a story, right? The first thing I have to do is unwind to all these Muslim women why I'm not their ex. Well, how are things with your ex? I'm like, listen, man. No offense, we co-parent. I didn't flee the country. I'm not living in some far off place i'm not in pakistan and like never see my kids again so once you have to bring that tension down you have to go from third to first i am a person but what i don't understand is why is there always a question on like how did you and your ex break up why does that even matter because i think if you look at ptsd you look at things they're like when i was in my 19s my 20s my 20s i was naive i went and maybe it was an arranged marriage or even if even if it was a love marriage we met then I gave up a lot of my life for this guy. I'm not going to do this again. That doesn't matter. Like it, it just not. It, it doesn't just literally. Um, it's not up to you. You can determine that. Yeah, but it's but it's not like even just in a Muslim faith. Like just because I broke up with my ex over this doesn't mean that I'm going to do the same thing with you. Yeah. Right. So it's like, why does that matter? All she, all you need to know is like, are you still fucking your ex? No, I'm not. 
how is your relationship? It's good or it's bad. Do I have to worry about her kicking my ass? No, you don't. Those, those are the questions that people need to be asking. Not like, how did you guys break up? Oh, you guys didn't talk. Ah, he's not going to talk to me. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? You've already, you've, you've already lived and experienced this relationship in your head that hasn't even happened. Yes. And why is, and how is that, and how is that fair to me? I'm just trying to know what the fuck you are. Clearly you're fucked. It's calm. It's compounded. And it brings me to the sort of like uh, the next point is how fast you disqualify someone based upon like the things that cycle through your head, especially when you meet them online in apps, do you get disqualified in, in, in your dating experience from women with children or without simply (laughs) because you have children? Definitely. Definitely. There is more than enough. I would need my hand, my cock and yours to count up even a third or even a, a, of eighth of the amount of times that as soon as a woman why, finds why out, didn't you say toes i don't know i just i don't know there's more toes than <laughs> like more toes than your dick I, I'm just saying, has more weight exactly it, it holds more value okay fine it's, it's worth 10 it's worth 10 yeah yeah it's like i don't know what this shit is in math i don't like math but bro like there's been times like i don't i don't like f- come out and say oh i have children but because like i like to say hey maybe maybe you can get to know me first before you think you're gonna have to take care of my kids which is which is not gonna happen unless we get married and if you can't even handle me having kids we're definitely not getting married but either way like i've been like hey um you know we're talking maybe like a week and then it's like oh i gotta go get my kids oh you have kids uh yeah i can't talk to you anymore it's like what what if it was that important and such a disqualifier that should be your first fucking question hey how you doing what's your name do you have kids oh, okay let's not then then that's you not wasting each other our time do you know what I mean? you just you, wasted a week or two of my time that's my time it's important to me but i don't think you just walk up to someone and be like yo do you have kids right well fuck if it's that that's, if it's that serious maybe they should well, I, mean, <laughs> Do you know what I, mean? I don't think that's like if they meet you, they're meeting you. They're not meeting you with your kids, right? If they see you with kids and be like, are those your kids, right? Just saying. Thing. But bro. if they're just seeing you, it's like, hey, how are you? They're not going to ask you, oh, oh, by the way, do you have kids? No, if it comes up in a conversation, then yeah. Yeah. Like, but that's something that I that's something that I throw on the table right when I meet someone. Like, you know what? I have two kids. I tell them my situation right away. <laughs> my name's Quincy. I got two kids, two baby mamas. Yeah. Let's do this. So, you, so, so Quincy, how, 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 do you, how do you deliver that message at the beginning? Because you have a, a very unique situation. Exactly the way Josh said it. <laughs> lay it down, lay it down like dominoes. Just, you got to put it out there. Just, put, just slap it on the table. I don't want to. I don't want to hold that back. That information, and then next thing you know, I drop it, and then oh well, I, I'm not comfortable. Mm. Right. So that that would be a waste of my own time and a waste of her time this is a really good point though because for women especially like i guess because we're men we just accept that there's going to be a dad somewhere in a lot of cases in fairness a lot of these dads aren't that great uh, i'm going to say that the reason no, we're doing they're it, not right? usually around they're not usually around they're not whatever or if they're around it's like you know it's different but for a lot of the women it, it's i think the thought of raising or being a part of someone else's kid's life can be daunting and i'll say it's mm. not even 
like all, always the single women. Like I've had single women say, really talk and say, you know what? Three kids sounds like a lot. I'm just, I wouldn't want to take that on. But I, I had experiences where like, yo, I've had a woman meet my kids and parents talk and all that good stuff. And I think, and, and they have a child. And then the thought, like, you know, they've built their life up with their one child. And they're like, oh, well, do I really want more kids? Do I want to give them more of my weekend? Do I like, and, and I think one of the challenging things is you have this whole population on all of these apps, look, every second person is like separated, divorced, has kids, whatnot. How many great people are being passed over yep. simply because we had children with somebody else? Like, are we creating a society where, right. you, you're, you know, because you don't want responsibility and you think that. But oh, it's not your responsibility. But, but you know what? I, I got to say that uh, we're also guilty of passing women over that have children because we don't want to deal with that situation. That and is also true. The thing is, the thing is, this may be the best situation for us, right? To date someone that has a child, right? But we ourselves would be like, oh, I don't want to put up with, with, with someone else's kids and I don't want to deal with, with the baby daddy and this and that. So you go find a single woman. And when you, you know, a woman that doesn't have children. And then when you get with her, it's like, well, I don't want to put up with your baby mothers. I don't want to put up with your kids. And then, you you know, it's, it happens to you. We're just stuck in the fucking I mean, middle. Yeah, but. Catch 22. But I mean, dating someone that has a child, you know, it it, it could be the best thing to ever happen to you, right? It, it's, it, 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 it's, it's a great point, Quincy, because the, the majority of the women that I match with, connect with, you know, have like have children. And I kind of accepted, like, I've got three kids. And one of the things is as you know, divorced, separated, single parents with kids, there's a community of practice. We know what it's all like to have our mm -hmm. phone stolen by our child and no, you know, not, I not, don't. not get it back five or six. I don't. Well, some my of us don't do. touch my phone, bro. Some of us do. They have their own or, phone. Or just <laughs> scheduling, you know, so do, so do mine, but they take mine still. Um, so, so, or like scheduling whatever. It, it, we can form a community of practice. And, you know, so someone's got a free Saturday morning, um, and you're like, hey, do you want to go for coffee? And that, hmm. that woman is like, oh, for sure, because I got this block of time, right? And it's like, it, it's like, it's like a solar and a lunar eclipse when your schedules match up. Sometimes when you're well, dating it's, because you got so it's, much going on. It's 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 more like they understand the situation, right? But it but it it doesn't mean that only I'm, I'm like I'm not I'm not like advocating just for like single women, but like. There also are single women that understand your situation. Yeah, that's right? true. Like, I've dated girls that are just like, "Oh, you're with your kids? Okay, that's cool. Let me know when you're done." Or like, you know what I mean? Like, they realize that when you say, "I got to do something with my kids," it's like, "Okay, it's he's got to do something with his kids." So it's not only the the women that have kids that are understandable because, like, again, just like you said, it's like the lunar eclipse sometimes when your schedules line up it's like you have kids they have kids it's like okay when do you have time for you guys right sometimes yeah. it depends right like who knows living situation this and that this kid gets sick that kid gets sick uh work that that it's like it's almost like you have to be like a like a it's like a covert op like okay meet me here this time that time mm. we only got this time mm. Mm, 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 mm. It was great. Love you. Later. Bye. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise put that in the next one. Mission right? Impossible. Like, I like to just like, <laughs> hang out and chill and like, you know, just 
fucking cuddle up and I don't want to have a meet up on in the parking lot, you know, Starbucks quickly for a for a quick coffee. Like and, you know? and even and even if you get the best date, the best experience, you might not get that one for two or three weeks. Exactly. Later, right. Because you exactly. might not get that. And I think one of the things you have with children and women with children, which is the positive side of this, is they are so busy and a lot of them, the men aren't present in the, in the child's life. So they're like a man may, has to really put the work in to show me he's patient enough so that way if I were to be with them as a girlfriend, as a fiance, as his wife, as a significant other, he would be patient towards my children. Right. Mm. Right. Like, and I think that's a fear. And I have, we all have mothers of our children, you know, who are you know in relationships and whatnot. We have that fear. We're like, yo, who is a man entering my child's life? <laughs> and, 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 and then for us to step in, it's like, I think the guards are so up. So if it's like a castle. You may get invited in the first day, but you're out the next day. You, yep. you're, this is not, this is a temporary <laughs> visitor visa. Bro. The, the, the chambers that are going to be, accessible to you i think this takes to your point josh this takes time for somebody to trust you like are you someone that would be good around my kids and if you're not mm-hmm. even if i think you are but if you show me something in the early stages that i think you're not man like you, you might get disqualified or, oh. or or secondary if like <laughs> like if something about your kids you know gives them like a red flag well it's not always just like you coming in to this great situation that you have to qualify for right it's 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 also it's also a lot of times you're coming in to a broken person and then as soon as they see something that's like oh my god that's like my ex or oh my god i've seen this before Mm -hmm. you're done it's it's these are great points because it's not going to look pristine and clean at this stage of our life right mm-hmm. and i think a lot of our single friends or those of, of our friends who are in like marriages or lo- relationships for a while they don't get it right the, like they, they don't understand that we have to accept some of the some of this challenge because other people will have to accept challenge in our lives you yeah, want man. somebody resilient right like somebody who could see something be like okay it's cool no problem no mm-hmm. problem babe. no problem babe like it's okay we'll deal with it next time yeah don't, don't stress about it right fucking problem solver is what you need right and, I need. And, and and this i will say this this app dating world has made it disastrous because there's always a man or a woman to the left or to the right so if something seems wrong just get back on it just get back yep. on it there's too many options and then people get overloaded especially women they open it up all this noise comes in their face Man, you talk to Muslim women, 100 times worse. Here's an interesting thing. As men, we always run on these dating apps or in the popular culture, women talk about some of the negative experiences that have soured them on online dating. Interesting thing, a moment of self-reflection and a segment that we're going to bring in now for our podcast are, you know, the multiple choice moments. Have we ever been the douchebag that women complain about? Uh, This is a Frank segment. Does, you know, do, does any guy out there think they're the bad guy, right? Like, are, are we the one or when you're talking to women, you're like, no, that's not me. But if you're really going to reflect as a man, you know, three options. Option A, you know, in terms of have you ever been the one that caused the hurt? Uh, a, no, I have never been. B, mm, maybe. <laughs> C, 100% most definitely. Where's, oh. the, where's, where's the D? Like, none of the above. No, so, so there, there is like... <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> the D is in your pants, and that might be part of the problem. So, 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 Quincy, so Quincy uh, in terms of the options, what are your, uh, wh- where do you range? A, never, B, maybe, C, definitely. Um, I, I should say, I could say definitely. And I know I've been a pain in the ass in, in the past, you know what I mean? This guy over here. I know I've been a headache. I know I've made some stupid choices. I know I've, you know, in the moment, guys tend, tend not to think, you know, and we go with the moment. And then when the moment is over, you stop and you're like, shit, why did I do this? Right after? It could be right after the chick is ugly. You be right after. So, oh my God. She's <laughs> ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not the second coming of Jesus at all. Yeah. By the way, in Islam, there's no second coming because he didn't technically die, so it's still the first. But exactly. you've contributed to some of that hurt. I can I can say that I have, you know, and it's part of it's part of uh, growing up, man. You know, it's it's part of uh, gaining experience. You know, it's like you have your first girlfriend, everything just seems perfect and then something happens and then you know you get scarred and then you take the scar you just take this further and then you get into another relationship and you start thinking like you know what this is not going to happen to me again mm-hmm. you know and then you're gonna spread it to someone else now right you can get hurt again never again it's like you put up this wall and like yeah nobody's gonna do this shit to me again I, i'll do it to someone else first and then it just you know, keeps going and going, man. And then, you know, bro, and, and you just become an asshole, right? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> an asshole. <laughs> straight, man. And that's, a, that's what well, happens, right? You see, at least, like, you at least, at least felt that hurt. Like, mm. I was always like the watcher. I'm like, yo, I don't ever want to feel like that. So I'm just going to put up this fucking big wall. And bro, I only got one heart, bro, and it's it's fucking it's it's been damaged, mm. and I, I and I don't even know how I recover it. I'm still fucking hurt. Like, mm. I mean, that's why I kept it hidden for so long. <laughs> but that in itself caused damage. But you know, you, it's as you said. You know, you you have to open up. You have to accept in order to be able to give. Right? Well, bro, recently in the last few fucking years, I've been. I've been opening up, but like when you when you open up to the to the love, a lot of other shit gets in, and, and that shit that shit hurts too, guys. So, like, so it's have like, you, it's have like you a vacuum. Been, Josh, right? Have you been A, B, or C? A, B, or C? Have you have, have you been have you never hurt someone? Maybe possibly oh, bro, I've them? I've left some shattered hearts in the past, but like last week. No. Oh, okay. Okay. No, no, no. I don't think so. Shit. <laughs> Not that I know of. But um I, I didn't know. Like I again, like if you're always closed, you don't even know if someone else is hurting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I don't even know how to accept your feelings or your hurt. It's like, oh I'm hurting. It's like, yo, get over it. I'm over it. You know, because when you're so closed down and shut down, it's it's like it's a, it's almost like a numbness that it's but at the same time you don't want to take on someone else's pain right 
I didn't want I can't I couldn't do that either. I don't well, even know. I didn't know how to like even handle it. Like someone's crying. I'm just like no, because you you can literally feel, you know, feel the weight, right? You can. Like, you can. You're you, you can you, you don't feel that weight when someone is is that, that's what I'm saying. Like you, I because I know you, you suck up people's feelings and emotions around you. I'm just like mm. <laughs> get, oh, man, it's, it's like you know, ping ping. It's like get away from me, you know. It's that, like that the iron, heavy, iron man. skin, you know. That stuff is heavy. I don't like heaviness. I don't like the. I did. I didn't. You know. I didn't want that. I didn't want like to feel all that because like I'm seeing like bro. I my I lived with women. I live with women, and like my sister's crying because some guy or like oh he hurt me. You know, I loved him, and I'm just like, yo, like why do you keep doing that to yourself? And she would always just like be like, well, I, it's if like I have to feel it. Like if if I don't put that out there, then I don't get anything back. And I'm just like, I was like, yo, man, hey, it is, it is it is like I'd rather not feel that and do what I'm doing now. But doing that, you know, it left fucking disasters and but, and but uh, you know what rubble of hearts in the in the in the in the past which i'm sorry to anybody <laughs> that i did that to. right you actually stepped up to a whole different level one that you're not used to not used to it all not even just this year bro it's been more than just oh yeah the, well this, this year was the this year that i could actually really see how it affected you right yeah i mean you walk into your house and you have like a big ass beard and- <laughs> You know, <laughs> going through it, bro. It wasn't this year. It was last year. It was last year. God, last year. Late it doesn't last matter. Year. It, it doesn't matter. Last year. It is, like, okay, guys. Okay, 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 okay. Look at that. Okay. Look at that. He's just running from his. <laughs> we, we, we have to talk about it. I, I think. Look, I think this. This is all. This is all attached. There's nothing that's. It's all connected like a Rubik's cube, right? Is that what happened with you and your ex is going to take over and whatnot and things that manifest? And so for me. I can squarely say I'm in the maybe category because any relationship I've been in, I can really acknowledge that some of it's been them and some of it's been me. Where usually I go wrong is the thing I struggle with, especially in this modern era, is a woman has a right to change her feelings about you at any time. Which they do. Which they do. And it's very challenging. It's like when you're going in one direction and whether it's one week, one year, three months, whatever. And then all of a sudden you go from being like somebody special to nobody. Right. And and, and like, yes, there's a whole other subset of, you know, how we ended with our exes, but this is a different era. I've moved on from that. And so the, the lash out, that is, I think, where the worst side of me has come out. Where it's mm-hmm. like, where like you start getting defense. I, I can say that you get defensive and you lash out, and and rather than exiting a situation cleanly, you you know you try to be the elevated person, this intelligent guy, this Muslim person talking about their faith, and then you just start, you know, like as we say in Urdu, you start saying gallis, which are swear words. You just start losing your shit yeah, all because your, all, you're, your, you're, all the good stuff goes out the window. All the good stuff, so, and then and then they're like, and then, anymore, and then right? and the women say, "See, this is exactly what I was talking about, <laughs> right?" And you're like, that's, and you're that's just like, all emotion. That's all emotion. You know, emotion shuts off a section of your brain that allows you allows you to think logically man it, it, it messes you up 
look and, and, yep. and i think it, and but I think it, it also shows that you care too like as much yeah. as you're getting upset like and, and i think if you didn't care what they were saying you just be like whatever and i think what it is is we're always um victims and perpetrators like there's people that we victimize by like shunting the love that they were trying to give us or we thought we don't mm. want them and then there's people that we were reaching for that shunted us yeah and so what what happens is like you're praying for the situation where it matches up but along the way you're causing damage and scars so it's like the next woman or man like specifically for us the women we encounter uh whether even if we're in a current relationship um you're unpacking what the last man did and if you're that yep. guy to a woman then the next man is unpacking so as men we should stop doing this to each other really because <laughs> the bad guys create the bad women who create the worst men but we can't right? we can't stop that what i mean is as a culture like in the culture to have like better like exit strategies or even just better behavior because mm. what you're saying is we are poisoning the well for all of us out yep. there like the, it's, it's, a, an, it's, it's a circle you know it, yeah it's an ocean it's out like there. a circle it's an ocean out there but a, like an ocean filled with trash Right yeah. and like and, and it's so hard to distinguish. Like Ontario, yourself. yeah, it, like Ontario, <laughs> right? Like Ontario, it's like Whoa. right. And so what yeah, I'm not swimming in there. You might have to spend four or five months just getting a woman to trust you and detoxify from the last five or six months she had. Then she can actually talk to you. And how many of us actually want to spend that time? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I think that that's where it comes down to. So just as we reflect on sort of where, where we are, it's we're not innocent. And I think we can't just walk through this and say, you know, we are, we are, but what we can do is for the next relationships, we can reflect and try to address it better. So at least mm -hmm. if it ends or it doesn't, we can exit with our hell till high. And if it goes forward, because remember, like as GI Joe said, getting into the relationship is half thing, half the battle. Staying yeah, in the relationship, like whether it's marriage or whether it's, that, it's the rest that's, of that's it. The that's the war. That's the challenge, man. But but even even like exiting out of like relationships like lately, like you know, and you get like oh, you get that tsunami after like like a few days of no conversations, like the tsunami hey. of text. Yeah, the tsunami of text, like hey, um, it's like the wall. Yeah, sorry, um, I just got this, um, mm, eh, mm, whatever. I don't like you, whatever it is. That's pretty much it. It should just, just say, it the should the just resume. say, yeah, it should just say, I don't like you or whatever. You know what it but, is? It's it's almost like the more polite they're trying to be, the worse. The worse it is. is, like, right? So then, but then I normally would have been like, yeah, whatever whatever go fuck yourself I wouldn't say that but like in my mind you, like, you feel that for sure yeah i'm like go fuck yourself but even like recently or whatever not even say recently but you know since my uh transformation you know like in progress yeah, yeah it's everything bro life is in progress until you die like you, you can revert you can fall back off the wagon you know what i mean at any time like me with my eating habits but oh my god you gotta get those in check but yeah, anyways bro um yeah like i've been like more polite with like the you know like yeah you know take care of yourself this and this and that like because you could you could sour that well real fast like there's a guys that would be like you know what fuck you or like try try to like force their way back into the situation the guys that don't know how to take no as an answer like i've heard stories where people are getting attacked because they broke up with someone like bro just 
find a new person or get yeah. therapy. Like clearly you need therapy first before you find a new person. And, but, and, yeah. And, yeah. and the great point is like, you know, sometimes what happens to people is sometimes at that stage in their life, people weren't ready for each other. No. And, and things come but, around again. But, but if, you're like, if, you, if you've destroyed it, well, good luck. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes people just don't belong together, man. It's you, also true. You know, you can't force it. If it don't work, it don't work. You, you can't force someone to, to be with you. Yep. You know, found out that the hard way as well. I, I, then... I, found, <laughs> I, I found out that the hard way too. And I think for me, when you're trying to save, like I'm talking specifically now in the, the dating sense, like post marriage, like when you're trying to save something and you're like, oh, you're trying so hard, you're throwing everything at it. And the other person's like, they're, they're trying to figure out it's going to work, but they're, they're moving on. Mm-hmm. It's like a sinking feeling, man, to be on that side of the relationship. Listen, losing hurts, but sometimes you have to take the loss in order you gotta to move forward. You got to eat that L, man. man. You got to bite the but, sometimes. You know? Exactly. And it's like once once a woman's changed her mind, bro, or say changed her heart, That's it's, it. it's done. But, back, unless but like, well, it's probably won't you. And, but by the time you want to come back, you're just like, yeah, no thanks. Like now You're scared to touch it again. I'm good, thanks. I mean, it's 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 it is it is kind of interesting because like I have my three kids because I was rejected the first time, but I can acknowledge that I bore a lot of resentment after that first time. And I think one of the things is sometimes like you're like if you get one person, you get one shot at that, and you better show up when you get that shot because even if a person's gonna come back, it can work sometimes. But it's like those feelings of like resentment of like you broke a trust, right? Yep. So I know people like for myself who I've come back to is not the same and vice versa. There's that word. <laughs> vice versa. Is that if they came back, like this is why I have like a block delete policy because I don't want to talk to people. I don't want them hanging around my WhatsApp, like the temptation to talk to them. I want to block and delete you if there's nothing around. I know not everyone feels that way, but I don't nah. want that. Hey, hi, three months later. Like, but, but it's happened to you and you, you appreciate it when it did. When you took my advice, remember? <laughs> yeah, I think I moved on from that, but you're right. I think periodically it does happen. But but I but I think you know but, we all just, you know hold on, it's cut you off. Sorry. Just like you said, sometimes at that time they're not ready. Maybe that person could be ready later on and then reaching out, but you've blocked and delete them. It's it's a great point because like, miss it, out on all that love. No, it, it is true because like yeah, you like, limit like, yourself. In, in, well, mm-hmm. it's so interesting because just going Should back. I tell you about that. Going back to a lot of these apps, I've had experiences where, whether it's a Muslim app or not, you'll meet a woman that you met there, and then they they will tell you, you know, this is not what I want. They won't block and delete you. I want, and then you'll see them like six months, eight months, a year later on back on the same app or a different app. Obviously the same people on apps. And and so, and so what happens is, you know, this is part of that, you know, that, that damage that we do, we're all coming off something or someone, right? It could be an ex-husband, an ex-boyfriend, an ex-date or whatever. And are we willing, whether it's therapy, whether it's a good circle of friends, whether it's medication, are we willing to do the hard work on ourselves to be like, okay, I know I come with some baggage. Let's trade stories. Let's get into each other's lives. And if it's not going to work politely, you know, as much as feelings are going to be hurt, they are going to be, it's going to feel like shit, but then do I not need to be nasty when I leave? Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's important. And yes, I think issues of being monogamous and like, you know, like not playing people's hearts. Like I still believe, and I'm, I'd be old school for this. I don't believe you can get to know a woman unless you're giving her your exclusive attention. If your attention is scattered left, right, and center, um, 
you're never going to give the best amount of time and yeah, everyone's like yeah, that's like, true right? I'll, I'll i will i will agree on that right and, and so if, if you're but talking to someone but you got to also remember that that person may not be doing the same thing for you so i'll tell you so then you could be like hey let me give you all my time you want my time and then you're just like hey where you at and also, they're fucking... i got chewed out by a muslim woman who first said it was amazing to talk to me thought about it for a week and she's like you said that you know you talk to people um exclusively and she's like who who are you to think that i would do the same thing and i said first of all i never said that about you i never asked for reciprocity but she was feeling guilt because that's how i was you know pursuing and i said look i can't get to know you if i'm going to keep giving my time to other people and this could mm. take you know months and but for a lot of people especially people that are at different stages some people may have just got on an app and they're liking the attention from five six seven people they want to narrow that down seven some people some people are basically like this is their third or fourth go around like me you've deleted and undeleted those apps how many times right like you're like i'm done with this like for me it's like so i think what it comes down to is do you want to get the time to know someone and let that person trust you and and them to say i have faults right i have faults Mm -hmm. i've made mistakes Mm -hmm. Um, but I also am a good person and I can keep working on myself and I'd like to work on things or are we just as a society going to be in these cycles into our like 40s and our friggin 50s right as as dating dads and I really look at this like especially especially for a lot of the women out there like a lot of them and I've seen this like again specifically my experience with the brown Muslim women they despair that they're ever going to find someone and and, you know and, and one of the arguments I got into with one was like she goes you know divorced muslim women know what they want in seconds i go is this why you're possibly still single and and she's like well i'm not single i'm like well you are because like you're talking to me here and you've become so brittle and picky are you going to be back here in six seven years are you waiting for some prince charming that's like never going to show up (laughs) right like like i'm sorry because that's how it feels i'm like what are you looking for exactly but and i yeah no she to me, I think she is also limiting herself. She's closing off herself to an extent by saying that. Oh, I know what I want. What if you really don't know what you want? Right? But it's not its not all about her, though. That's the thing. But <laughs> she's already telling you, I, I know what I want. But it's a very she selfish hasn't, person. She hasn't given you a chance. Yeah. And you could actually be that person to change her, her way of thinking. You can open up a whole different world for her. But yep. by telling you that she already knows what she wants, she's already passing judgment on you. She's right? she's pretty much saying, hey, bro, you're not good in, enough. Fit into this box or get mm-hmm. the fuck out of here. Yeah. No, she, she's basically saying, you're not good enough for me. I know what I want and you're not it That's without it. even giving you a chance. And, and listen, everybody's entitled to that. And again, from my point is, but when it's not just one person, as I say, like my spidey senses are tingling. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's, this is a societal problem. And it comes from the fact of this fake perception of unlimited choice. Mm. My, my university professor used to say, um, it's like the internet has like, it's wide, but it's not that deep, right? And what, <laughs> hap- what, what, what happens is there's so much choice out there, but then you get to like the quality of a person and you're like, there isn't that much quality out there. And, and you want to say, like, look, you know, everyone wants to toot their own horn or whatever. But I feel after five or six years out in this, like, I, I feel like I've done some of the hard work on myself. 
So it's like that patience and not giving into those notions of despair, especially when like, I think it's like, you know, it's like, it's like a, when you go for a job interview, like the world's most awkward thing. Like sometimes when they're like, oh, you're amazing, but you're not our candidate. <laughs> what the hell? Right? <laughs> and, and that's what it's like. Oh, politely. It's like, you know, you sound like so amazing, but wish you the best in your, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you were great. Just not for me. Right. Thanks and, for and, coming and, out. And I and I don't I, I don't I don't know them. And it's like, can you go from like third to first? Can you become a person? Can you become Nader Shirazi, like Joshua Clark, Quincy Campbell? Can you become a person versus a stereotype or an archetype in their mind? And can we they become that to us? Like for example, if a woman, it's a, it's actually will they give you the time to show the, show them that you're not the stereotype? It, it, it's great and for example if at first like it's this kind of balance right because both from an islamic perspective you don't want to harass women from a 21st century perspective you should you never harass you, women you should ne- never harass women. but like the, the discourse of men has been this like <laughs> try 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 again you have to respect a woman's boundaries but what in those cases where a woman like she doesn't say no but she doesn't say yes it's kind of like we still are connected online it's like but it's like paused for now right like what it's it's know, in progress maybe she's feeling out someone else exactly and then it's like um you know what let me double back to this guy yep. you know this happens yeah. on apps all the time you get the hello they're holding and they'll circle back in like four or five days mm-hmm. we do it too but it's very interesting like when you're having a conversation let's say you get off the app and you get into whatsapp um and then like you're talking 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 it's going great and then what happens is silence for two or three days Right? You know what? Everybody's guilty of that shit. Or, or, the, or, or the opposite. Or the opposite. You're just like, hey, you know, good morning or whatever. And then it's like 3 o'clock. Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. And then like two days later, then it's like, you get a good morning. Hey, good morning. How's it going? What are you doing? What are you about? Tell me about yourself. Da, da, da. It's like, did you just get dumped? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you just get dumped, yo? Or they what's nah, going nah, on? She just finished answering all the other messages on the list. Yeah, Qu- Quincy, you you've you've nailed it. And I will say this: this is specifically more of a woman's problem because if a woman's on an app, she will be getting more messages than we will be we, we should definitely get a woman's perspective on this. And, and, and so so right. just just for just for just for the audience, um, we will be doing a part two uh, uh, of this, um, and we'll be bringing in a very special person to the group. We'll be bringing in um, uh, Michelle, who's the, if you go to brolitfactory.com, she's the fourth member. and She's, she's, she's our a, very special person. She's our very special person. And without <laughs> her, we couldn't do this. All the great graphics, all the great content. But more than that, there's three men here. And sometimes we need a woman's perspective. Some and, softness and, in here, a little, yeah, a little and, more and, emotion. And, and, and she'll surprise so you. you. But, she, but, she, but, she, but she's not always that soft, though. So yeah, don't yeah. get so, twisted. So, 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 so what, what, what we're going to do is this is sort of the, the end of part one. Um, and, you know, for our next podcast, we'll be talking about um, dating, uh, you know, dating dads. But we'll also be talking and getting a perspective of um, women. What do women encounter out there on the Internet in this world? What does it feel like? What are things men don't understand? Why are they so guarded? What have we done to contribute to that? So, like I said, um, this is uh, Natter. That's my man, Josh. Oh, we're done? Bye! <laughs> That's my man, Quincy. Signing off, for, signing off this week, the B-Unit. 
Come on, man. Just no, stop that no, shit. It's not, it's not. <laughs> hey, bro, sh- brothers. Hey, bro. hold on, guys. Make sure you like and subscribe. You go check out the YouTube video. Check out the Spotify. Check out the Twitter. Check out the Instagram. BrolitFactory.com. Factory Inc. Check it all out. Ring Debating that bell. dads. Debating dads. Number one. Ring that bell.